Hare Krishna devotees, Dandavat Pranam, all glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Today we are so fortunate to have Her Grace Sri Vanmalini Manjuri Mataji from USA and today Mataji will enlighten us on, on Srimad Bhagavatam, uh, Canto 6, Chapter 3, Verse 28. Hare Krishna Mataji, Dandavat Pranam, please take over the call. Hare Krishna. Um, my humble obeisances to all the devotees assembled on the call. Thank you all so much uh, for giving me this opportunity to render this wonderful, beautiful service of uh, discussing Srimad Bhagavatam in the association of devotees. We will start with Mangalacharan prayers and proceed to the verse 28. <coughs> Om Ajnana Timirandasya Agnanjana Shalakaya Chakshuran Militam Yena Tasmai Sri Guravenamaham Sri Chaitanyamano Bistam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupahakada Mahyam Dadati Swapadantikam Vandeham Sri Guru Sri Yutapadakamalam Sri Guru Vaishnavamsham Sri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunatam Vitantam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita he Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dina Bando Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostate Taptakanchena Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari, Prashabhanu Sute Devi, Pranamami Hari Priyem, Vancha Kalpatarubhyasya, Krupa Sindhubhya Yevacha, Patitanam Bhavanaipyo, Vaishnavibhyo Namo Namaham, Jaisi Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda, Shri Advaita Gadhadharam, Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrindam, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Narayanam Namaskrutyam Naram Chaivanarotamam Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Tato Chayamudirayet once again, Hare Krishna and Dandavat Pranams to all the devotees on the call. So we are doing 6th chapter of Srimad Bhagavatam, 6th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam in 3rd chapter where we are discussing Ajamila's story. 
Ajamila has been given a second chance to perform his devotional service. And this particular chapter, third chapter is Amaraja instructing his messengers. So Amaraja, the lord of Yamaloka and his messengers who take care of the soul, who take the soul after the soul leaves the body and awards different kinds of punishments according to the sins performed. So they were confused. They thought that Ajamila has involved in all kinds of sinful activities. So Ajamila deserves to go to Amaloka, but they see Vishnu Dutas and he goes along, he was given a second chance. So they go back and they have a conversation with Amaraja. So in this chapter, we see how they ask questions to Amaraja. Like, we thought that you are the supreme controller, but how many controllers exist? But it looks like there is somebody else who can also override um, your rule. And they speak about that in the first uh, 10 slokas. And then uh, Amaraja explains to him his position and also position of the Supreme Controller, Krishna, and how the devotees um, are always protected by the Supreme Lord, and also about the Bhagavata Dharma. From 22 to 30, we see how Amaraja is glorifying, performing devotional service, especially the process of chanting of Hare Krishna Mahamantra, which is prescribed for Kali Yuga, Nama Japa, chanting of the holy names of the Lord. In the previous Yugas, Satya, Treta, Dvapara and Kali Yuga, Satvaguna, if we take from, uh, from uh, Treta, Satvaguna is very prevalent. Satvaguna, people are mostly in mode of goodness and they were naturally qualified to read Vedas, to perform uh, severe austerities to please the Lord. So, and they also have a longer duration of life, health, uh, and because they are in mode of Satvaguna, already their physical bodies are conducive to perform devotional service to the Supreme Lord. And they were also inclined to perform devotional service by taking up all kinds of difficulties. And they used to perform austerities for pleasing the Lord. As the yugas go in an ego cycle, Satvaguna declines and especially in Kali Yuga we have a lot of, uh, uh, we are all born with uh, some kind of impediments to perform devotional service naturally. As uh, Vyasadeva explains to Narada Muni or Vyasadeva explains in the beginning his purpose of dividing Vedas, he says that people in Kali Yuga or generally Durmedha, they are very unfortunate, they have impatience, a lot of impatience, um, they are not inclined towards devotional service, they don't have a longer duration of life, they don't have physical strength also to perform a lot of austerities because the food they are eating is not pure um, and uh, they are not intelligent enough to understand the Vedas and to also know about the higher subject matter they are very much bodily engrossed, so it is very difficult for them to read the Vedas and know and uh, understand Supreme Personality of Godhead. That is what Krishna says in the 15th chapter of Bhagavad Gita. 
So that's why I'm dividing um, the Vedas into four parts and also I am like uh, he has written Mahabharata which is considered as Panchama Veda. Um, and he and that's the reason Kali Yuga, the prescribed mode for pleasing the Supreme Personality of Godhead is chanting of the holy name of the Lord. Unfortunately, many of us doesn't have faith, Shraddha, in the chanting of the holy name of the Lord. Even if we have, we do it as a duty, like, uh, like okay, I'm done, my 16 are done, I'm done for the day. We don't do to develop, to establish our relationship with the Supreme Personality of Godhead, to uh, to have a connection with Him. We do for various other reasons other than that single reason for which we have to chant the Holy Name of the Lord and please. The Amaraja glorifies the chanting of Holy Name of the Lord until verse 30. And then after verse 30, Sukadeva Goswami glorifies the chanting of the Holy Name. So Sukadeva Goswami, Vyasadeva, Narada Muni are all exalted devotees of the Lord Rushis and Munis who are not contemporaries to us. So if somebody who is contemporary to us or who is a neighbor to us is coming, is, uh, coming and giving us an instruction saying that um, chanting of the holy names of the Lord is good. Uh, if you follow this process, you are going to achieve Supreme Lord. You are going to be happy. You are going to achieve peace and happiness in, our, in your life. Immediately, by the nature of Kali, we all may think that, oh, he may be doing for uh, increasing his followers. Or uh, for, uh, he has some kind of an exterior motive in asking us to do these things. So let me take it with a pinch of salt, whether I should follow his instruction or not. But all these rushis and munis are not our contemporaries. They are not living next to us, or they have any exterior motive in prescribing, in, in doing all these uh, scriptures and giving us these instructions. They have compassion towards us. They have Krupana Vatsalaha. Krupana means miserly. This word we hear in Bhagavad Gita a lot. Actually, somebody is called a miser when he has something valuable but he does not know how to use that valuable thing and he doesn't, he does not put that valuable thing for use. So, somebody who has money, he knows Money has a power. Money can do many good things. Uh, so he does not use for it for himself and also he doesn't use it for other people. So he just lets it sit there and he is called a miser. So how come people carrying a human form of body are called misers? Human. Because if anybody who doesn't know the importance of human form of life and engages the human form of life in eating, mating, sleeping, and defending, which is very much available, and without any guilt can be done in an animal form of a body. If we are doing, we are all misers, because we don't know the importance of human form of love, human form of us, which can elevate us to the higher planetary systems, and which can take us back to Godhead, liberate us, and we are not using it for that purpose, but we are using it for a purpose which can be achieved even by the lower species. That's why all these rishis are Krupanavatsalas. They are very compassionate towards us. So they are already liberated. They are not going to achieve anything by asking us to do what they are 
asking when they are naturally devotees of the lord or bharadukha dukhis they want to share the kalpa vrukshas that they have with them nama chintamani with others so they come and speak to us about the glories of chanting of the holy name of the lord so with that context we're going to read these verses 28 tan anayadvam asato vimukan mukunda padaravinda makarandarasadasasram nishkinchanai paramaham sakulairasangair jushtagruhe nirayavartmani baddhatrushnam so yamar amaraja is speaking tan them anyadvam bring before me asataha non devotees asataha so he spake earlier he said who all should not be brought before him like devotees and now he is saying who all should be bring before him who all will see the gates of the hell for sure those who have not taken to krishna consciousness asata non devotees vimukan who have turned against mukunda of mukunda the supreme personality of godhead padaravinda of the lotus feet makaranda of the hani rasat taste ajasram continuously nishkinchanai by persons completely free from material attachment who can always attach them to the lotus feet of the lord krishna and drink the rasa those who are free from material attachment nishkinchanai persons who are not attracted to the material sense gratification who are not under the control of the senses who knows that that urge to do sense gratification is just an interaction of senses and sense objects and soul is completely aloof from those and they engage themselves in their constitutional position which is the servant of the supreme personality of godhead always and they engage themselves in devotional service because they are always engaged in pure devotional service they are asataha that means they are acting at the soul level at the uh, sorry they are acting at the soul level so they are satha sat that means always existing eternal and the devotees are asataha because they are thinking they are this material non devotees sorry the non devotees are asataha because they are thinking they are body and engaging in the bodily urges and bodily sense gratification paramahamsa kulai by the paramahamsas the most exalted personalities so the most exalted personalities are the ones who are completely free from material attachment and who know to drink the honey of the lotus feet of the lord mukunda asanghai who have no material attachment jushtat which is enjoyed gruhe to householder life nirya vartmani the path leading to hell bhadhatrushnam whose desires are bound paramahamsas or exalted personals who have no taste for material and enjoyment and who drink the honey of the lord's lotus feet my dear servants bring to me for punishment only persons who are averse to the taste of the honey who do not associate with paramahamsas and who are attached to family life and worldly enjoyment which form the path to the hell so first amaraja is saying who are paramahamsas paramahamsas are those exalted living entities 
who have no taste for material enjoyment. So our senses cannot sit idle. They have to be given some engagement. And when we look at this world, Paramahamsas are exalted persons who have no taste for material enjoyment. We always exclude ourselves saying that, no, 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 it's not for me, it's for somebody else who is Paramahamsa. I'm still a practicing devotee. It's okay for me not to be at this stage. But the process of devotional service, chanting of the holy names of the Lord, is done with this goal that we automatically get averse or detached to enjoy this material body and think that we are this material body. Instead of doing it in a way like we are detaching ourselves from material things and then later attaching ourselves to lotus feet of Mukunda, devotional service, Bhakti Yoga, asks us to attach ourselves to Mukunda first, to the lotus feet of the Lord. By performing various devotional service, we are going to protect the Bhakti Lata Bija, the seed of devotional service which was sown in our hearts by pure devotees of the Lord. So we are going to associate with them and we are going to protect our Bhakti Lata Bija by removing all the unwanted plants like uh, seeking respect, seeking uh, uh, enjoyment, seeking power, all other things we are going to remove. And then we are going to protect our devotional service in such a way that we grow to a stage where we don't even think of material enjoyment. So this is for the devotees. This is the goal for the devotees to achieve. Paramahamsa stage. And who drink the honey of the Lord's lotus feet. They are so much immersed in the service of the Lord's lotus feet that they are getting that inner happiness. The senses are completely engaged. The senses are deriving highest happiness. My dear servants, bring to me for punishment only persons who are averse to that taste. So, Amaraja is saying, bring me those who doesn't do this, who doesn't like this, who doesn't engage them in self, who doesn't engage themselves in uh, this kind of service, who are not associated. Who does not associate with them, associate with pure devotees of the Lord. Who do not associate with Paramahamsas and who are attached to family life and worldly enjoyment which form the path to hell. So, Krishna already says, lust and anger. Are the gates for the hell. And even in 5th chapter of Bhagavad Gita, 4th chapter of Bhagavad Gita, we see these brothers together, Kama and Krodha always. And Krishna says that these are the two things that need to be controlled. Kama and Krodha, which opens lust, anger and greed, opens or makes a path for us to reach hell. So very, very careful. We have to be trying to control, regulate these things and divert our desires. It is very difficult for the living entity to not, to not come to a stage where he does not have desire. Prabhupada writes in first canto of Bhagavatam, fifth chapter, of course he has written it many places, but I am just quoting this. First canto, uh, first canto, sixth chapter of Bhagavad Gita, where he explains Narada Muni's um, life and uh, where Narada Muni glorifies association of devotees and chanting of the holy name and devotional service there. Um, he, he explains there how, we, how a living entity cannot be idle. 
So it is the nature of the living entity to have desires, thoughts, and uh, uh, desires, thoughts, and actions, and all activities. So to make it calm and sit down and not do these those things is against its nature. So we instead of thinking, instead of stopping desiring, we have to convert our desires to spiritual. That is easy. Like how by drinking a lot of milk, we get indigestion. We eat yogurt. Uh, it's a grandma's suggestion of eating yogurt. In the same way, the same desires which are taking living entities to hell can take us back to Supreme Personality of Godhead too. If we spiritualize these desires, spiritualize our thoughts, spiritualize our karmas, the same things. We don't need to come or elevate ourselves to a stage where we don't have any of these things. We just have to elevate ourselves to a stage where we don't have any materially oriented desires or any karmas that we are doing for sense gratification. Purpose. After warning the Amadutas not to approach the devotees, Amaraja now indicates who is to be brought before him. He specifically advises the Amadutas to bring him the materialistic persons who are attached to household life merely for sex. So it's not that without any, without any reason uh, all these people are pulled into hell. That some may be arguing that, oh, we are doing according to our dharma. I have a wife. I have a family, so I am enjoying. But one who who get addicted to materialistic life, the path is that the karma and krodha are so strong that people start losing their intelligence to make a distinction between what is right, what is wrong. What is dharma, what is adharma, what is righteous way to do things, what is not righteous way to do. Because they are driven by their sense gratification. Sense gratification is so, so strong that people of intelligence also cannot control their senses and go behind them thinking that, oh, this one time I am going to engage myself in this and come back. Anyway, I know devotional service. I have association of devotees. But unfortunately, these things are going to take us so far, far away even before we realize. So that's why these people who are materialistic, who are attached merely for sex in the household life, they are making their own way towards hell. As stated in Srimad Bhagavatam, Yen Maituna di Gruhame di Sukham People are attached to household life for sex only. They are always harassed in many ways by their material engagements and their only happiness is that after working very hard all day, at night they sleep and indulge in sex. So people are actually harassed by their desires. They, they just lose everything. They just lose their intelligence. They, they lose their good counsel. Or the desires are so strong, they will show that the good counsel they have uh, as enemies to them and they run towards their addictions. Different people have different kinds of addictions. And they run towards them. They are harassed by them and they run towards them because they are not associated in the devotee. Uh, they are not associated with pure devotees. Association of pure devotees is an important ingredient, important limb, important thing for us at any stage of devotional service, even at the stage of bhava prema. Never ever we should be carefree and we think that we know everything. We have uh, we got control of the senses. 
Maya Devi, who is the external energy of the Lord, is so powerful that she will thoroughly test us at any stage. And she works for the, she, she does service to the Supreme Lord. So, we need to remember to get us under the control of the Yoga Maya. How we do that? Always, always without fail, engaging, associating us with pure devotees of the Lord, temples, chanting the holy names of the Lord, engaging in one or the other devotional service. Otherwise, the desires are going to harass us and make us lose our intelligence. Different people have different kinds of addictions, different kinds of weaknesses. We will be very surprised when we learn that can this be an addiction, can this you take you away from Krishna? Yes. We know sincerely what is that that is taking away from Krishna. The, our own family, our attachment to our wife, husband, children, properties, they all look like legitimate attachments, but still they take us away from Krishna because they are all material things and they all give us sense gratification. So we need to be very careful. The, so this is something which we all think that we are entitled to enjoy after working so hard uh, for our sense gratification and we think that I deserve this vacation, I deserve this enjoyment, I deserve this drink, I deserve this gambling spot. We all think that. And then we get under the peer pressure also that everybody else is enjoying that way. Why not me? Diva Chatehaya Rajan Nava. During the day they are busy trying to find out where money is. Exactly. This is what every one of us do. And if they get money, they spend it to maintain their family. Avaraja specifically advises his servants to bring these persons to him for punishment and not to bring the devotees who always lick the honey at the lotus feet of the Lord, who are equal to everyone and who try to preach Krishna consciousness because of sympathy for all living entities. Krupanavatsalaha. The devotees of the Lord are paradukkhadukis. That's why they go out and engage themselves in preaching Krishna consciousness by different methods, by chanting, by book distribution, by engaging sessions, by inviting people for the programs, by calling them and asking them having different reading sessions, so many ways to serve the Lord. We always have to challenge ourselves, come out of our comfort zone and do a service which we otherwise don't like to do. And in this way, we constantly lick the honey of the lotus feet of the Lord. So this is so, this word is so, so uh, important. Like people, we think that depending on Krishna makes us look that we are weak, we, we are not strong enough, we, um, uh, we are not independent. But we leave the shelter of Krishna and we take shelter of everything else in this material world. We don't lick the honey at the lotus feet of the Lord and we do complete opposite, licking everything else and thinking that we are going to achieve happiness. We are going to be, uh, we are going to, we are getting nectar. But the real nectar is in the chanting of the holy name of the Lord. Real nectar is serving the lotus feet of the Lord. We need to do that. If we do that, we don't need to do anything else. We leave the shelter of the lotus feet of the Krishna and we take shelter in every other thing, seeking happiness, which is actually the hankering from the soul. And soul will be happy when we make us situate in our real position, that is, when we act in our real designation, that is, the servant of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Devotees are not liable to punishment by Amaraja. 
But persons who have no information of Krishna consciousness cannot be protected by their material life of so-called family enjoyment. 2.1.4 Deha patya kalatra adishau atma sainyeshwa asatswapi tesham paramatho nidhanam pasyan apinapasyati Such persons complacently believe that their nations, communities or families can protect them. Unaware that all such fallible soldiers will be destroyed in due course of time. In conclusion, one should try to associate with persons who engage in devotional service 24 hours a day. We think that our network, our money, our relationships, our community is going to protect us. But they are all fallible soldiers. They are all going to leave this world at one point or another. And then we are also going to leave this body at one point or another. And if we don't make use of the human form of a body, we may not be awarded that because our karmas are not leading us towards that. So, associating with devotees is the key to always keep us in devotional service and reach our goal. Very, very important is association of devotees. And we should make sure at any stage we have to be with devotees in one or the other way. What in one or the other service. Very, very important. Never ever we should not bring our pride, our egos, our troubles to distance ourselves from devotees. Krishna should be our motive. Krishna should be our center when we are associating with devotees also. Like sometimes when we, we associate with them so much so that we develop a friendship which is driven by material benefits. And then when we have a disagreement, uh, we lose the purpose for which we have associated with them, that we all wanted to perform devotional service to the Lord. And we have become friends otherwise and we started uh, seeking from each other material things and that caused a, a difference of opinion or that will cause a friction with us and then we will uh, stop Krishna's service. So we should remember that anything should not become an obstacle for the service of the Lord. Sometimes in our own family when we have devotees a fight happens in the family the first thing we feel like that evening we have to go to temple then the first thing we feel that no, 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 I'll not go to temple with this person. So I will drop going to the temple. Or I have to do arti today, I will not do. Or I have to cook prasadam today because I'm angry with my family members, I'm not going to do. So we always have to remember that thumb rule that anything should not be an obstacle to do Krishna's service. We should not leave Krishna's service for anybody to the extent that even Prabhupada says that when Krishna when our own spiritual master falls down also, we just have to find a different spiritual master but not leaving Krishna or the path. So we need to just protect ourselves from people who are not conducive to our devotional service and attach with those people who are conducive to our devotional service and never ever forget Krishna. 29th verse <clears throat> Jihva Navati Bhagavad Guna Namadeyam Chetaschanasmaratitacharanaravindam 
ಹಾರ್ಟ್ ಸ್ಮರತಿ ರಿಮೆಂಬರ್ಸ್ ತತ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಚರಣಾರವಿಂದಂ ಲೋಟಸ್ ಫೀಟ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣಾಯ ಆಂಟು ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಥ್ರೂ ಹಿಸ್ ಡಿಟಿ ಇನ್ ದ ಟೆಂಪಲ್ ನೋ ನಾಟ್ ನಮತಿ ಪೋಸ್ ಯೂಸ್ ಸಿರಹ ಹೆಡ್ ಏಕಾದಿ ಈವನ್ ಒನ್ ಸ್ಥಾನ್ ದೆಂ ಆನ್ಯಧ್ವಂ ಬ್ರಿಂಗ್ ಬಿಫೋರ್ ಮೀ ಅಸಥ ದ ನಾನ್ ಡಿವೋಟೀಸ್ ಅಕೃತ ನಾಟ್ ಪರ್ಫಾರ್ಮಿಂಗ್ ವಿಷ್ಣು ಕೃತ್ಯಾನ್ ಡ್ಯೂಟೀಸ್ ಟುವರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ವಿಷ್ಣು my dear servants please bring to me only those sinful persons who do not use their tongues to chant the holy name and qualities of krishna whose hearts do not remember the lotus feet of krishna even once and whose heads do not bow down even once before lord krishna send me those who do not perform their duties towards vishnu which are the only duties in human life please bring me all such fools and rascals so all these people who are not doing all these things mentioned by amaraja here are fools and rascals because they don't know the valuable thing that they have that is human form of life and uh, does not engage it in agnya in pleasing the supreme personality of godhead narayana krishna and vishnu even if we perform our prescribed duties and offer it to krishna that becomes an agnya krishna says in the fourth chapter of bhagavad gita different kinds of agnas so the brahmacharis by offering their hearing in the fire of controlling their senses they perform agnya gruhastas by their sense control by regulated enjoyment they perform agnya so there are different kinds of agnya which uh supreme personality of godhead explains in the fourth chapter of bhagavad gita so our life the karmas that we do the activities that we perform the whole goal and purpose is to please supreme personality of godhead not pleasing ourselves or pleasing our family members jihvana vakti bhagavad gunanama deyam is that a tongue which never takes the holy name of the lord tongue is so powerful and all of us have a wonderful preaching talking capacity and whenever wherever we are using the tongue to gossip to speak the words which we should not be speaking to talk the things that we should not be talking immediately we should remember this verse that those who does not engage their tongues in the chanting of the names of the lord and qualities of the lord or engaging it otherwise and they are qualifying themselves to see amaraja chetasna chetaschana smarati tat charana aravindam chetas means consciousness mind heart it is used um, as synonymous to these words nasmarati never thinks about tat charana aravindam his lotus feet so we need to make a practice that the austerity of speech is not like not speaking but our thoughts running through that so i see many people they they have all kind of evil thoughts bad words in their mind but they don't speak it outside that is still good 
a level of austerity at least you are not hurting the others even though you are engaging in sinful activity inside your mind it is still okay in kali yuga because until you put it out it you won't be giving credit for doing sin but it is still dangerous because something which is in mind will come out on your mouth at one point or another so we should need to have a practice wherever we are getting these kinds of thoughts whenever we are getting thoughts which are taking us away from krishna the bad thoughts about others the urge to gossip about others um urge to repeatedly think about the bad things that have happened to us or um urge to make evil plans to pull somebody down so we have to remember that my my heart and my um mind i'm filling it with garbage and filth which is going to degrade me not the other people for whom i am doing all these things these kind of thoughts are going to degrade me to the animal bodies but not them these are not good for me all these thoughts my heart is like a lotus flower which is eligible which is equally conducive to keep krishna on that on that beautiful i have decorated my heart put a lotus flower cleaned it nicely it is so beautiful fragrant is coming and what i am doing i'm bringing some garbage and putting on that instead of putting krishna instead of putting his lotus feet where he is ready to be there and what i am doing i'm putting all nonsense things so this is a practice that we should make the worrisome thoughts the evil thoughts the thought the urge of gossiping whenever we get that we have to take krishna's name we have to think about a past time of krishna we have to practice like this month i am going to memorize complete past time of lord gajendra so i am going to go and read the translation and remember the complete sequence like how and what happened what did lord say first and after that what or i am going to take one past time from tanzant of bhagavad gita where krishna has killed bahmasura what did krishna do first krishna did he came and directly killed bahmasura or krishna has come he first broke all his uh, protection and then later he gave he um, he has uh, thrown his sudarshana chakra to nullify all the electricity that he has put around his city and after that he blowed his conch shell to give an indication to bahmasura that he has come uh, who is doing all kind of nonsensical things abducting the 16000 princes so like this we need to make a practice of remembering krishna's past times in detail devotional service is all about detail like when a mother loves her child she knows every inch what is oh i should not be putting uh, mustard seeds in my dal my little one does not like last time i saw that she is removing those mustard seeds and putting them outside oh she doesn't like this or my husband like doesn't like this my wife doesn't like this it is all about details loving is all about details it's not superficial love engage love engages us in actions it does not say that i love you but i'm not going to do anything for you or i don't know what you like what you don't like i don't have details about you so loving is about all details so all of us should try to practice this that in our heart we will try to put the lotus feet of lord krishna by remembering his glories by remembering his past times uh by repeatedly uh trying to remember what we have read what we have listened 
So this is very, very important, which helps us to clean ourselves from the worry, worrifying thoughts. Krishnaya no namati etsira ekadhapi, who never bow down before their heads even once before Lord Krishna. <coughs> Bring them to me. Tan anyadvam asato kruta vishnu krutyan. Bring such non-devotees who never perform any do- duties towards Lord Vishnu. So this is Lamaraja's instruction. Purport. The word Vishnu Krutyan is very important in this verse because the purpose of human life is to please Lord Vishnu. Varnashrama Dharma is also meant for that as stated in Vishnu Purana. So this is what as I mentioned earlier, performing our prescribed duties according to the Varna and Ashrama is the first step for us to purify our Krutyan, our activities. Varnashrama Acharavata Purushena Parakuman Vishnu Aradhyate Panta Nanyat Tatkosha Karanam Human society is meant to follow strictly the Varnashrama Dharma which divides society in four social divisions Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya and Sudra and four spiritual divisions Brahmacharya, Brahmacharya, Gruhastha, Vanaprastha and Sanyasa Varnashrama Dharma easily brings one nearer to Lord Vishnu Varnashrama Dharma is not for us to show our supremacy after supremacy over another Varna. Every Varna and every Ashrama has their own way of pleasing Krishna and every Varna and every Ashrama is meant to please Vishnu. And it is an easy way, it is a foolproof way, it is a guaranteed way, even though it is slow, to bring us closer to Lord Vishnu. So all of us should not qualify ourselves automatically that I am a pure devotee, I am soul conscious, I am not body conscious and I am not I don't belong to any Varna and Dairi Ashrama, I am a Vaishnava. Saying is easy. Acting is difficult. If we are acting at a Vaishnava level, if we are acting at a level where we are aware always that we are a soul and we are not body, naturally, automatically, no Varna, no Ashrama comes to us. But we are doing that to escape our prescribed duties and we are not doing the right thing. Because performing our prescribed duties actually protects us according to our Varna and Ashrama. We are already regulated. We are already regulating our senses when we are a Gruvastha looking at every other woman and every other man uh, in a very pleasing, calling them Prabhu and Matajis and respecting them. Already we filtered. We are, sa- we are saving ourselves. We are protecting ourselves from unwanted things which will take, away, take us away from Krishna. Varnashrama Dharma easily brings one nearer to Lord Vishnu who is the only true objective in human society? Nathe vidhu sarvata gatimhi vishnu. Unfortunately, however, people do not know that their self-interest is to return home back to Godhead or to approach Lord Vishnu. Durasaya ye bahir ardhamanina. Instead, they are simply bewildered. People are, don't know that human form of life and they, are, they will be really happy when they go back to Godhead or when they approach, uh, when they perform devotional service to the Lord. They don't know that and they engage themselves in all kind of other things, thinking that their good is in them. They are going to get prayers in them. And they just leave the devotional service aside, thinking that today my, today my mood is not good, I will not chant. Today I have to go to a party, I will not chant. Today I have to do shopping, I will not chant. Or I'll quickly finish my chanting. My dear devotees, 
the most important thing in our life. We will be peaceful and happy when we keep our devotional service as the first thing. Reward yourself with a good chanting, good performing of your prescribed whatever the duty service that you have towards Krishna. The happiness and peace that you are going to enjoy is far, far better than the other things that we are thinking. Our mind is restless. Our mind is under our control for some time and whenever it sees on Facebook or Insta or Twitter somebody enjoying something material, it thinks that let me go there and enjoy and come back. When your mind is suggesting you that, that's an indication for a devotee that we have to engage in more devotional service. Pull back your mind and engage it in Krishna's service. Therefore, Amaraja advises Yamadhuta to bring him those persons who have forgotten their duties towards Vishnu. Akrutya Vishnu Kardyan. Those who, those people who forgot that, they have to just follow the simple Varnashrama Dharma to please Vishnu. One who does not chant the holy name of Vishnu. Who does not bow down dear to the deity of Vishnu. And who does not remember the lotus feet of Vishnu. Is punishable by Amaraja. So we always have to remember to do these things. Always chant holy, holy name of the Lord. Always try to remember Lord's pastime in detail. As if we are going to give a big session. In summary, all Avaishnavas, persons unconcerned with Lord Vishnu are punishable by Yamaraja. So all the non-devotees who does not do all these three things, chanting the holy names of the Lord, remembering the Lord, and who are not going down before the Lord. They are all eligible to see Yamaraja. Verse 30. Tatkshamayatamsa Bhagavan Purusha Purano Narayanasva Purusha Iriyadasatsutam Naha Swanam Ahona Vidusham Rachitanjalinam Shantir Gariyasi Namah Purushaya Bhumne Translation in purpose by Srila Prabhupada Srila Prabhupada Let it be excused Sahi Bhagavan The Supreme Personality of God Purusha The Supreme Person Puranaha The Oldest Narayanaha, Lord Narayana, Swapurushai, by, by my own servants. Yet, which asat impudence, krutam performed, na offers. Swanam, of my own men, aho alas, navidusham, not knowing, rachita anjalinam, folding our hands together to beg your pardon, shantihi, forgiveness, gariyasi, in the glorious namaha, respectful obeisance. Purushaya unto the person, Bhumne, supreme and all pervading. So now Yamaraja is asking for this. He is saying, Oh Lord, please forgive us. We are out of our ignorance. We did, us, uh, we did an offense of bringing Ajamila. Our, that means Yamaraja is representing his all, uh, uh, his servants also and saying that we are going to seek your forgive, we are going to seek apology because we have done a uh, Offense of bringing Ajamila to our, our planet. Then Amaraja, considering himself and his servants to be offenders, spoke as follows, begging pardon from the Lord. This is the line Prabhupada writes. Because Amaraja, he knows his position. He knows that he is not the supreme controller. He has a controller. And his servant has done an offense of bringing a devotee to the Amaloka, which may raise uh, concern for Krishna. Because Krishna is Bhakta Vachala. He will tolerate anything happening to him, but he won't tolerate anything happening to his devotee. 
See this wonderful thing that we all have to remember. Prabhupada writes so wonderfully, so nicely in again the sixth chapter of first canto. So I was given an instruction in the beginning of uh, my devotional service that you know first canto of Bhagavatam we have to be keep reading again and again with purpose because some purpose are so long in first canto of Bhagavatam and second canto of Bhagavatam uh, in the initial cantos you may think that oh I already know this. Prabhupada is actually repeating himself. Why is Prabhupada saying he said the same thing in the previous verse? Why? But he just elevates our consciousness. And with utmost attention, if we read those purports, we feel, if we try to grasp everything, if we try to drink everything, and like get it into flow in our, in our consciousness, what Prabhupada is saying, it's just, just, just nectar, what Prabhupada says. So Prabhupada says this wonderful thing, Krishna is not happy that his devotees are chastised by Maya or bewildered by Maya. He actually desires all of us to come back to him. But he is hopeless on us because we have revolted against him. So like how a father who wants to teach good things to his son, uh, when he does not listen, he puts a tutor. He puts a tutor who will uh, teach him by scolding or uh, uh, or doing the things which he, when he does, the kid um, uh, gets offensive. So he's, he lets the tutor uh, do that. So Lord is also like that. Lord is waiting for the soul to come back to seek uh, his shelter rather than seeking the shelter of Maya Devi. But he let Maya Devi take control of uh, the children, of his children, to test them, uh, to to make, to give them all those kinds of miseries, so that at least in that way they will remember that this is not my house. My house is somewhere else. Right now we have come from our house, our home, to Maya's house, and she is chastising us. She is giving us all kinds of miseries and a little bit happiness, and we are thinking this this house is permanent. And Krishna is eagerly, patiently waiting outside the door of this house. When we are going to look at him and when we are going to say, My dear father, my dear master, I am going. To, I want to come back. I don't want to live in this material world. I want to come back to the spiritual world. Please take me. He is eagerly waiting. That's why he sends his devotees. He gives us the scriptures which are Sabda Brahma. Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavatam, chanting of the holy name. He comes down to this material world, reminding us that he is our father, he is our master, and we have a house where we are happy, eternal, knowledgeable, and we don't need to take the anxieties of this material world, which gives us happiness at one point time, and distress at another point of time. Krishna is eagerly waiting for all of us to come back. More than us, he, he, he is like in, uh, interested in us to take devotional service, look at towards him. He is not, he is not somebody who is like, uh, 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 like a dictator or like a uh, saddest person waiting, oh, these people are not surrendering to me, oh, they are having a good time, let them have punishment uh, from uh, Maya Devi. So he is not waiting, he is compassionate towards us. 
he is eagerly looking when we are going to turn towards him when we are going to realize uh, uh, when we are going to uh, take his shelter the shelter of his holy name the shelter of the scriptures he has given to us so Krishna is eagerly eagerly waiting he is not because people may think that oh why Krishna is not uh, 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 why Krishna left us why Krishna is not uh, taking care of us Krishna is already there he's waiting he has given us that free will where we can execute that so once we execute our free will and surrender ourselves to Krishna Sharanagati then we are taken care he will take care of us he will take care of our desires he will take care of our urges to the sense gratification he will take care of the Maya Devi he will take care of everything the only thing that we have to do is we have to surrender and we have to take the medicine that was given to us by our Acharyas chanting of the holy names of the Lord and when we do that we are already under the shelter under the umbrella of Krishna's lotus eyes so that is why here Amaraja says that oh my Lord my servants have surely committed a great offense by arresting a Vaishnava such as Aizamila O Narayana, O Supreme and Oldest Person, please forgive us. Because of our ignorance, we fail to recognize Ajamila as a servant of your Lordship. So he's saying that we, so we do this also. Again, second canto of Bhagavatam, second chapter, 30th verse. If you all have a time, please go and read uh, that. Because in that, Prabhupada mentions 10 points. How and often uh, he, uh, he says how we have to protect our uh, devotional life how we have to be careful and he starts with the line where he says that offense towards a devotee so I'm just reading uh, I'm pulling that out he says that but the working devotee must always be mindful so that the creeper which has so grown will not be cut off therefore he should be mindful of the following considerations offense by one at the feet of a pure devotee may be likened to the mad elephant who devastates a very good garden if it enters so offense at the lotus feet of a pure devotee is considered as a mad elephant entering a beautiful garden because it's already intoxicated it has lost its senses it is going to crush that garden so we are going to crush our own Bhakti Lata Bija, the creeper that is growing, the devotional service that is growing inside us. We become mad elephant and we are going to crush that creeper by one biggest mistake that is offending a pure devotee of the Lord. We judge them. We don't know their intentions. We don't know the intensity of their devotion and we don't put an effort to know also and we quickly judge and we perform offenses towards the pure devotee one must be very careful to guard himself against such offense at the lotus feet of pure devotees just as one protects a keeper by all round fencing like how when we are growing a small tree we put a fence around it so that it nicely grows straight and up and no animal comes and eats it not like in here but in India we put a fence so that an animal cannot reach that creeper 
and we ourselves will become an animal and we will crush our own devotional service if we perform an offense of offending a pure devotee. So Yamaraja is very much aware of that because Yamaraja is also a servant of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. He knows that offending a devotee is not good for him or his uh, his uh, soul, uh, his uh, servants. And third point, Prabhupada writes in that 2.2.30 is what I'm reading. It so happens that by watering process, some weeds are also grown. And unless such weeds are uprooted, the nurturing of the main creeper or the creeper of bhakti yoga may not may be hampered. So when we are intensely practicing bhakti yoga, when we are chanting nicely, when we are reading nicely, when we are uh, doing a preaching service or a book distribution service, in the side weeds also will grow and we have to be very careful of those weeds and what are these weeds Prabhupada writes actually these weeds are material enjoyment merging of the self and the absolute truth impersonal realization without separate individuality and many other desires in the field of religion economic development sense enjoyment and emancipation so all these material desires material enjoyment are actually weeds which are going to grow so strong and when we are performing devotional service and if we are not aware, if we are not watchful, these also will grow in the side. When you are being respected as a great speaker, when you are respected as a great kirtanier, when you are respected as a great organizer of a festival, automatically the mind says that you are this body, you should speak more respect. People should recognize you, people should respect you, people should put a red carpet for you rather than for Krishna. So all these things will start growing. There are many other weeds like disobedience to the tenets of revered scriptures, unnecessary engagements, killing animals, hankering after material gain, prestige and adoration. We do all these things. We want a prestige. We want material gain. We want respect, adoration. All these are weeds. When we are practicing our devotional service, all these things also grow. And whenever these things grow, we should remember to pull them away, pluck them away, without any mercy, hankering to material gain, hankering to adoration, hankering to respect. All these things should be taken away. If sufficient care is not taken, then the watering process may not, may only help to breed the weeds, stunning the healthy growth of main creeper and resulting in no fructification of the ultimate requirement, love of God. If we are not careful, we will be performing devotional service only for these things. Oh, my material life is going so wonderfully because I'm practicing devotional service, chanting, doing services. Let me do them more so that I gain more and more material benefits. I gain more and more respect in the society. I gain more and more uh, name and fame. We become the center. Krishna becomes sidelined. Krishna should always be the center. When we when we are careful, then only this Bhakti Lija Brija grows, grows bigger, stronger, and gives us the fruit. What is that fruit? Love of God. So when we are chanting also, our focus and goal is that I am engaging with Krishna. I am doing my chanting to re-establish my relationship with Krishna. To taste the love of Krishna, not like, oh, I have to finish my 16 rounds, how many done, this done, that done. If we are still at that stage after chanting for 20 years, 10 years, 30 years, no use. We are just growing the weeds, we are not growing our Bhakti Lata Bija. We should be becoming, the more we are growing, the more 
our hankering for Krishna's love, seeking Krishna's lotus feet, trying to lick the honey of the lotus feet of Krishna should increase rather than other things. The devotee must therefore be very careful to uproot the different weeds in the very beginning. Only then will the healthy growth of the main creeper not be stunted. And by doing so, the devotee is able to relish the fruit of love of God and thus live practically with Lord Krishna. Even in this life, and be able to see the Lord in every step. So when we are practicing devotional service and relishing the fruit of love of God, our asat body becomes sat because we are acting. Whenever we are engaging in devotional service, we are actually acting at the soul level. Our soul is habituated to act at the body level from many, many lifetimes. So the only way to teach to the soul that it is divine, it is spiritual, it is servant of the Supreme Lord, it is not body, is to beat every time the mind whenever it asks us to engage in sense gratification and make it engage, engage ourselves in the devotional service of the Lord. The highest perfection of life is to enjoy life constantly in the association of the Lord. And one who can relish this does not aspire after any temporary enjoyment of the material world via other media. So this is where Prabhupada concludes. So that's why Yamaraja knows that he was going to commit a great offense by arresting Ajamila. O supreme and oldest person, please forgive us. Because of our ignorance, we fail to recognize Ajamila as a servant of your lordship. And thus, we have certainly committed a great offense. Therefore, with folded hands, we beg your pardon, my lord, since you are supremely merciful. Krishna surrenderance is so easy. So Krishna is very, very merciful. Amaraja knows that. So that's why they are seeking forgiveness. So this is something we all should have and habit, like uh, a regularly seeking forgiveness from the devotees whom we are associating very closely. Because out of familiarity, we keep offending knowingly or unknowingly. So we take, we should take the opportunities of our birthdays, their birthdays, some special days and wholeheartedly seek their forgiveness. Say that knowingly or unknowingly, if we know we have offended, we should be specific in seeking forgiveness that I realize that I have offended you in that instant. Please forgive me. I am a devotee in making. I'm still not purified. You sh we should keep our ego aside and seek forgiveness. If we don't know and if we are sure we are going to offend unknowingly, we should take those opportunities when we are sending them the birthday wishes, we should be always seeking forgiveness and seeking their blessings, seeking, asking them to pray for us that we don't commit again and again and try to remember not to repeat it. So here, Amaraja is, is setting an example to his uh, subordinates also, like how to seek forgiveness. My Lord, since you are supremely merciful and are always full of good qualities, please pardon us. We offer our respectful obeisances unto you. Lord Purput, Lord Amaraja took upon himself the responsibility for the offense committed by his servants. This is a wonderful leadership quality. Any of us who are a leader, who are associate, who have people working under us, we should not throw them under the bus when some mistake happens, saying that, oh, it's not me, it's my, it's my subordinate, it's my associate. A leader owns the responsibilities. So Amaraja is a wonderful leader, so he owned 
his mistake and he seeks forgiveness. If the servant of an establishment makes a mistake, the establishment takes responsibility for it. Although Amaraja is above offenses, his servant practically with his permission went to arrest Ajamila, which was a great offense. The Nyaya Shastra confirms Brutyaparade Swamino Dandaha. We don't know this, right? We don't know. We want to become good leaders, but we don't become because we don't know the scriptures. If a servant makes a mistake, the master is punishable because he is responsible for offense. Like how if a child makes a mistake who is under the control of a father, he is responsible for that because he did not give the right knowledge. He did not put effort in educating what is right, what is wrong. Taking this seriously, Yamaraja along with his servants prayed with folded hands to be excused by the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Narayana. Yamaraja knows very well that Krishna is very merciful. So he is seeking forgiveness on behalf of his, all his uh, servants and himself to the Lord so that they will not uh, be, become mad elephants and crush their own Bhakti Lata Bija. He is setting by an example. So from 31st to 35th, Sukadeva Goswami glorifies the chanting of the holy name of the Lord and Bhakti and how he says that how devotees won't engage themselves in um, material, material uh, sense gratification. So from tomorrow onwards you are all going to listen to that. Wonderful chapter 6.1 to 3 glorifies the chanting of holy name. Whenever and wherever you feel like you are not motivated to chant, please go ahead and read these verses with purpose so that we all will be charged up and engage. 99% of our devotional service depends on our chanting. I would like to conclude here and open up for corrections, comments, suggestions or any other thing that devotees wants to do. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Mataji, thank you Hare. so much. It was really a wonderful class, Mataji. I request all the devotees if they have any query or comment, please go ahead and ask. Hare Krishna Mataji, Janda Pranam, all goes to Sri Prabhupada. It was such a nice class and such a such nice set of verses. In Lord uh, of that, uh, Yamraj uh, instructing his uh, servants and also. Uh, seeking forgiveness uh, from Krishna on behalf of them as their uh, leader or master. And, uh, and your uh, realization and your uh, scriptural knowledge, references, uh, uh, and the, um, uh, have enlightened and uh, purified us uh, as, as did the verses. Uh, and your, uh, again, again, emphasis on pure chanting without offenses. Um, they were so uh, instructive uh, uh, to uh, free us uh, from uh, the sometimes the offenses that we commit uh, towards others. And with that, uh, the Bhaktila Tabij uh, gets uh, trampled. Uh, so it was uh, such a nice reminder as well as uh, uh, reconnor uh, that uh, how 
need to carry our uh, take care of the bhakti lata uh, beach or the creeper and the creeper i have a couple of questions mataji uh, one is regarding um, um the uh, i think one one question uh one is that uh, sometimes it is said about material opulence and the uh, prosperity economic development and uh, emancipation uh, so there i mean it is uh, some argument is i have heard in some uh, devotee circle oh your uh, material life should be uh, very Uh, Hare Krishna Prabhu. Uh, when you said I have one question from there, um, uh, I didn't li- I didn't hear. Can you please repeat? Okay, the question is uh, um, sometimes we hear in uh, some devotee circles unless uh, your uh, while uh, giving advice or uh, counseling somebody, uh, unless your material life is in order, you are not you will not be able to chant uh, properly. Uh, so the argument that I have uh, against that is uh, uh, Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita that is um, uh, I mean that I have that I have heard. So uh, so uh, I mean uh, I have I wanted to uh, bring it to you. Uh, so is that right? Because uh, unless uh, unless somebody is in a materially, uh, I mean of course Kunti uh, Maharani uh, says uh, that uh, unless somebody is Akinchan, uh, he is. Uh, 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 sincere devotion, uh, sincere surrender to Krishna will not come. Like uh, she says, she, she says, "Janma, Janma Ishara Sutastivit, Edhamana Madhapuman, Mayavati, Evadhatum Vai, Tam Akinchana Gocharam." And also Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, "Bhogisha Japrasaktanam." So all the material uh, prosperity, economic development, very well situated, very happy, comfortable with uh, so and so two cars, one house, nicely. Uh, uh, so the, 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 this is a, a trap uh, for uh, Maya to creep in, uh, aren't it? Uh, so that argument um, that uh, I was also saying that uh, unless the material, I mean, uh, like. Uh, Materially, uh, somebody is uh, exhausted. He doesn't get to. I mean, not not exhausted though. I mean, he, uh, unless somebody is able to get rid of the uh, material uh, attachment, uh, his uh, devotion won't be uh, good. So, uh, so uh, that argument, I'm just uh, trying to counter that argument in some of the circles. I don't know whether you have heard uh, uh, that unless you are materially you are well situated, uh, you will not be able to uh, take care of a bhakti lata. Uh, so uh, that I I have uh, reservations uh, based on these uh, at least these two verses uh, uh, on that. What is your take, Mataji? And uh, yeah, I will share my realization. I will share my realization and understanding. Uh, definitely, those who are hankering behind material things, Boga and Aishwarya, if they are hankering towards them, uh, for them it becomes difficult because they are desiring those material things. It becomes difficult to become resolute in the service of the lord but again krishna says that in the fifth chapter uh, when something comes on its own accord a devotee will not shun that like saying um, uh, i'm trying to remember that verse in uh, fifth chapter where he says that um, a devotee will take uh, whatever it comes on its own when edrucha without any extra effort without any endeavor without any extra endeavor 
other than the devotee is only trying to perform his uh, duty, maintaining his body and family. So he's going to a job and come. But Edrujjalaba Sampanno. So you, you got on its own when uh, material wealth and things are coming on its own. The devotee will not like uh, say that, oh, no, 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 these will become obstacles. Because the devotee pretty well knows how to engage them in the service of the Lord. Anything material, yeah. as long as we think that we are the masters of them, then we get into trouble. Otherwise, we don't get into trouble at all with anything. Then Ambarisha will not be a great devotee at all. Because he, ha he is most opulent. He is king. And he is also in Gruhastha. That a particular pastime actually tells us that being a sannyasi and a brahmana, Durvasa Muni could not have control on his senses. But Ambarisha, who is a busy person, who is a king, who has so many things to do, how he performed devotional service to the Lord. He, devotee of the Lord never thinks anything as an obstacle for him because he knows the place of them very clearly. He knows his place, he knows the places of the things. So, if devotion can only happen by leaving everything, then Krishna will not advise Arjuna to fight also. Because there he says, karma sannyasa, he says, I both will take you to liberation, completely giving up everything and taking renunciating, but I really want you to renunciate the fruits of your actions. That means Krishna wants us to do action, but renunciate the fruits of actions. That is the real renunciation. Not think, not, we, we not thinking that we are the enjoyers, we are the controllers. So if something is happening on its own accord, coming, use everything and anything in service of Krishna. Devotees won't say that, oh, you are a, by, uh, uh, by birth you have given something or by your job you are getting certain kind of material wealth. The only thing that we have to remember, because it's like a honey, it's like a trap by Maya, but because we hold the lotus feet of the Lord very strongly, we have association, we have our chanting, our sadhana, we know what is, how to use them, as long as we know how to use them, what is our position, what is our place, Krishna protects us. Otherwise, Krishna, Krishna will not say that you surrender to me, I'll take care of the things. So we need to remember not leaving his lotus feet, not leaving the holy name, reminding all Krishna will take care. Even if for some reason a devotee is getting distracted and Krishna thinks that that material thing is causing a distraction for his devotional service, at that point he himself may take it away to test us. We don't need to voluntarily uh, give up everything and uh, not use it in Krishna service. Then we are even the material energy is also Krishna's, uh, Krishna's energy itself. So Krishna pretty well knows when to use, when to convert the material energy into the spiritual energy. In Ishopanitha's purpose, it's written there where Prabhupada nicely says that. So, like we also know that everything material is also, and in the fifth, can, fifth chapter of Bhagavad Gita, second verse or third verse, Prabhupada writes, uh, four, or fourth or fifth verse, Prabhupada writes like, what is that you are giving up? Everything belongs to Krishna. You are, you are not owning anything and what is that you are giving up? A devotee knows that. That everything belongs to Krishna. I am going to use everything in his service. I am not the master. I am not the enjoyer. I am not the controller. As long as we have this mood and we protect this mood with our devotional service, we don't need to externally give up anything or everything. Devotees does not seek those material things. They came on its own, so they use it in service of Krishna. Everything and anything in service of Krishna.
ఉండకూడదుంటే it's not always material things it's sometimes maybe some things which we which we uh, uh, which we which may look like right but they may not be sometimes so we, anything taking us away from krishna we are going to keep it away anything which is making us closer to krishna we are going to keep that's the thing some rule in devotional service now nikulesh prati sankalpa prati kulesh vajana yes prabhu whatever takes us away for kunti devi she wanted troubles because it's making her, her remember krishna all the time so for a other devotee maybe the troubles will take her away from krishna so then she may not desire so we cannot say that oh you are not a great devotee that that we have to remember and understand and interpret properly and i have heard this from one of the gaurang prabhu's lecture where he says how to interpret uh, the kunti devi's prayers because people always think that oh uh, because i'm not uh, desiring troubles if we are not remembering krishna in troubles then why do we desire troubles it should not our goal is to remember krishna our goal is not to imitate mahajanas we have to remember that we have we have to remember krishna whatever is making us to remember krishna we seek that మిజరీ Mitharis will be bringing closer to Krishna, yeah. I mean, I mean he, 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 he will be aloof to all kinds of Mitharis though. But anyway, those Mitharis come, they will be reminders. Hare Krishna Mataji. Yes, Prabhu. Yes. So, so even when we are preaching also, most of the times we focus on what people should not do rather than focusing on what people should do if our connection with krishna is strong automatically aversion towards everything that is taking us away from krishna will come to us if we start with not do's people are people get tired in following what where they should not do and they won't come to the stage to do what they have to do so we should be just encouraging people to first chant the holy names of the lord engaging themselves in devotional service getting the taste getting habituated to doing that loving that feeling happiness in that then automatically they want to do it more and more and uh, they will only uh, keep the things that they are going to 
that were, that are going to taking us away from uh, these happiness. So we need to be focusing on attaching ourselves to Krishna first. If that attachment is strong, automatically detachment from everything else will come to us. We don't need to focus on detachment first. That is not the path of Bhakti Yoga. Prabhupada writes very clearly many places. That is a path of Jnana yeah, Yoga. So we should be focusing on giving us that higher taste uh, and protecting ourselves from not breaking the regulative principles and doing offenses and then we should be going. Yeah, 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 that is correct. Otherwise, uh, we'll become like the Mayavadi Gyanis. Uh, yeah. Only uh, it will become a Falgu Vairagya without attachment mm-hmm. to Krishna. Without attachment and sometimes uh, because a snake, without removing the poison, without removing anything, you are tying it in a bag. Whenever we open, it will bite us. So we are doing that. Yeah, just as you were listening that, that uh, atonement without a bhakti is uh, pointless in the beginning of the sixth canto. Yes, Prabhuji. Yes, 